At the start of the year, Clubhouse came along and everyone was frothing big time about this platform. I've got three invites. Can I get an invite? Was all I could see on Instagram, especially in my direct messages when I was on the platform, as well as LinkedIn over January, February, and into March. That hype has since died down, I think, considerably. The the hype is just really not there. I've, I've gone off the platform. It's not really interested in me all that much. And a couple of other big players have since joined the conversation with inverted quote quotation marks, Dr. Evil. Anyway, with the biggest being Spotify Green Room of late. So with these, I'm going to say, two big audio platforms out there, is this the new era for podcasting? And look, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, we'll cover that too after the titles. Brand my podcast. This is a show for podcasters to start your podcast with confidence and elevate your voice to give your listeners a brand they can connect with. Brand my podcast. G'day and welcome to episode 29 of Brand My Podcast. As always, I am your host, Frank, and Brand My Podcast is this podcast that is here for you to start your podcast with confidence, to create a branded connection with your listeners and do it easily. Last episode, episode 28, as a bit of a recap, was about creating a frictionless show for you to be able to turn up week after week or day after day or month after month, depending on your cadence, as well as having new guests on your show, have listeners find you and keep wanting to listen. Creating that frictionless show is something that will help you sustain that effort of creating a podcast for your personal brand, for your business, just for you, and obviously mainly for your listeners. And I'm sad to say that this is the second last episode of Brand My Podcast. I'll get into it at the end of the episode, but with saying the bit about frictionless, I touched on this last episode of using platforms like Clubhouse or like Spotify Greenroom to create a show that doesn't require any gear to make a show that could be live or it could be recorded. So to cover this week's question for episode 29, Spotify Greenroom or Clubhouse for podcasting? Now, I'm choosing these two because they're the biggest. Spotify is just big to begin with, and they're the new player on the scene here. There are others that are trying to do this kind of thing. There was another app that I found at the same time as Clubhouse back at the start of the year called Stereo. It's more a one-on-one conversation that you have with people that can drop in and you can chat with. But Clubhouse seemed to be one of those things that more and more people jumped on, mainly probably for the exclusivity side of things. Everyone had FOMO of, you know, fear of missing out. It's FOMO, using all those acronyms there. So what Clubhouse is, is an app on your phone. It was originally only for iPhones. It's now on Android, I believe. And it's to create audio conversation-based rooms. So kind of like a chat room, but everyone's in there talking with each other. You have a host or co-hosts, admins, however they describe them. And then you can bring people up onto stage to chat with you and converse. 
each of you can mute your mics or you can tap on the mute button several times to indicate that you are clapping for something that someone said. There's all these little intricacies about that experience that if you've been on the platform, you know what I'm talking about. But it was limited just to audio with the limitation of not being able to record an episode or a room, a conversation to watch, to watch, to listen back later. So you needed to be live in and be present in that room to get the value out of it. There were people like Elon Musk and I think like Mark Wahlberg and all these kind of big celebrities making rooms or being part of rooms. I saw Gary V on it very early. And I think the big thing about Clubhouse that it became maybe a bit of a turnoff for a lot of people was that so many people were posing on that platform, you know, talking about how they've grown their business to seven, eight figures really flexing their expertise when they're just still trying to figure out as much as the rest of us and really trying to create that social status like you have on every other social media platform where you can see a following number. It was exactly the same on Clubhouse. So it seemed like it was no different, but it was just audio and you had to be there kind of thing. So the FOMO was at two levels, getting an invite, which you had to have an invite from somebody else, still the case, and that you needed to be there be present on the flip side since then and since the hype has died down considerably if you look at google trends the amount of searches for clubhouse has gone considerably down another one comes along which is spotify green room obviously owned by spotify given the name and it's tied in with spotify's now ownership of anchor the hosting platform it's the one i use for this show as well as one of my other shows as well and the difference between the two, because they look so similar, like it, it's uncanny how similar they are. They're just one's a, a really light white interface in Clubhouse and one's a dark interface with uh, Spotify Greenroom. Functionality-wise, they're pretty much the same. You start a room, you tile it, you have speakers, you have a little ring around your avatar uh, profile image that lights up when you're talking there's mute buttons, there's adding people up onto the stage, all these kind of things. The only real differences I can see from Spotify Greenroom, having used it just for a couple of users now just to get a lay of the land, is that you can have chat in there where it's like a kind of like a Reddit thread type of thing, just a chat room thread, like you'd have on Zoom, in Zoom chat or Google Meet chat. Whereas Clubhouse now has introduced something that's like direct kind of messages with people that you have in the room, you can send them a message or they can send you a message and you can converse that way and have your own little separate threads rather than an all out public forum going back and forward. And then the biggest thing with Spotify Greenroom is that you can record directly from the app. So in terms of can you record on both of them, the answer is kind of yes, but also no in terms of Clubhouse. So with Green Room, there is an option there that says, do you want to have a recording of your room after you've completed the room? So once you end the room, what Spotify does is send you a recording of that audio to your email address that's associated with your account and you get a, a file that you can then edit yourself or you can import directly into Anchor if you have Anchor and edit it there. And it doesn't sound good. I gotta say the recording quality. I used my Rodecaster and my phone 
for an audio source just to test between you know professional microphone and the microphone for my phone the professional microphone sounded better but the phone sounded worse in the recording but in the moment in the room itself it sounds great live it sounds fantastic it's the recording that totally sucks so here's that audio to give you a little one minute 30 I think one minute 30 seconds clip there and you can see what you think of it g'day 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 this is frank just testing for episode 29 of my brand my podcast podcast show let's launch into the titles to see how that sounds coming through my roadcaster pro brand my podcast All right, that seems to work, hopefully. My audio is looks like it's coming through from my roadcaster, which is good. I'm recording it as well to see what the quality is like, and I'm going to also put in, well, take out the roadcaster and just do audio from myself to see how that sounds. Here we go. Okay, now I'm talking just from my mobile phone straight into the microphone just to see how much difference it is in terms of sound quality compared to using a pod mic and the Rodecaster Pro setup. So yeah, it doesn't sound great. And what I've found is that if you record using an interface device like I have here, the Rodecaster Pro, and record that way and have your phone plugged in with the TRRS cable adapter, the audio is leaps and bounds above the audio that comes through from other speakers is how you hear it it's not compressed and you know digitized in a way that just makes it sound really muffled like you heard back then it sounds nice and clean and that's the similar case i've found from using clubhouse is that you can't record directly with clubhouse you have to notify people that you're recording the room it's part of their t's and c's and that recording that you do take through something like a Rodecaster Pro or there's probably other devices out there that you could do a similar thing of recording directly from your phone. It sounds great. Sounds pretty good. Especially if the people on the other end have a decent uh, sound quality from either some headphones like an Apple headphones um, with a microphone attached to it or having a microphone like I do through a Rodecaster and doing it really pro like that. It's overkill. It's ridiculously overkill. But... That's how I was doing it for Branding Banter, my other podcast show with my co-host Delphi. And the audio sounds like a, a really good quality phone call. And this is a little snippet of the audio here from Delphi talking at the start of one of our uh, last episodes that we recorded. I am so excited. 20 episodes. We're superstars. <laughs> All these people in the hundreds, what are we doing? We're at 20. That's <laughs> yes. It is a huge milestone though for us, you know, run your own race and all that. <laughs> no, it's great. So yeah, it, it it's, it's pretty good. Uh, that's why we used Clubhouse as a platform to make it a frictionless experience for, for Delphi. Uh, and for myself, I have the gear to record it on my end. For Delphi, all she had to do was just put her phone near her face to record or put on her headphones that has a mic 
attached to it or inbuilt into it. And similarly for our guests, we didn't have to get them onto a Zoom call. It just required their phone, very impromptu, and they could be sitting wherever, or they could have even been driving, not to say that we wanted to recommend people that we had on the show to be driving. But it also meant that we could have a a live interaction with people in the room. So between Spotify Green Room and Clubhouse, you have the opportunity to have a live audience there with you as you record if you're recording, or you could be doing it live. So that interaction with your audience is real time. And you could promote your show that if you show up consistently, say every Tuesday at a certain time that works for your most likely audience based on your demographic data that you might see from your podcasting uh, hosting providers analytics that they provide you with, or maybe even on your Instagram social media account that has times of when people are on to find when they're best interacting with your content using that data to create a a live uh, recording or live room to have your audience show up and get them participating in the conversation could become, you know, a crutch for what your show is. Having said that, if you do use it as a crutch, then you're lending yourself to problems where if someone doesn't turn up, then what do you talk about? But if that's not the case and you've built a good audience and, and people do show up really consistently like that, And it might be something that grows into that type of podcast over time once you build an audience and they do show up consistently. But in terms of this, it could be Q&A for just yourself or for your guests at the end of a conversation that you have. You can bring people up on stage, get them to ask their question. The only problem with that, the caveat, I guess, is not being able to pre-vet the question, which you could do realistically if you had someone ask a question from elsewhere and then you invited them to be a speaker and made sure that they were there so you knew what they were going to ask and then that way you go from there and produce your show in that manner. So all in all with something like Clubhouse, Spotify Green Room, whatever other app that you might use that are similar to this with a forum kind of room where other people can join is that is it a platform to record on or is this a new generation of live podcasting? And I think it comes down to the fact of what your show is, what the intentions are and what kind of experience you want to give your audience. If you want to have them uh, give them the option of being able to listen to it back, which you can't do with a live room, then record it. If you only want to do it live and you you ensure that your listeners are there, your audience is there in the moment, they are present, they are there for the conversation, they want to be part of the conversation too, then set that as the expectation and the prerequisite of engaging with what it is you have. But I tend to think that if you can record it, it's a much better use of that time that you have, be it with your audience live or after, where they don't miss out on things or you can chop it up and put it into extra content that you can promote your show with rather than it just living and breathing, you know, instantaneously and it's as, it's gone as instantaneously. But it's a new thing. It's a new flavor of the month. I mean, it's six months, seven months in. 
and it seems to be still there. I, again, personally, I don't engage with it, but I know a few people that still do. It's just one of those things for me that I've found it to be better for me to record something that you can listen to in your own leisure time because that's how I enjoy this kind of content rather than having to feel like I need to be there and be distracted and it's not something I can do while doing something else because I know I need to be kind of there to listen at that specific time. So yeah, it, it's a bit of a, a bit of a weird one. It's a bit of a flavor of the the year type of conversation around podcasting amongst other different things that are going on in the podcasting space, especially with what Apple and Spotify are trying to do to outflex each other to create you know more of a rewarding experience for you as the host, for you as the listeners. So with that, I'm going to leave you with this too long didn't listen takeaway that. With new technologies, it really comes down to what makes podcasting more accessible and achievable for anyone to produce a show and listen to it, to create that memorable experience for your listeners as well as your guests. I talked about you know, this being an accessible thing that I could easily get my co-host, Delphi, and have guests on week after week really easily rather than having to jump on Zoom calls or Zencaster, or Riverside, wherever you want to record your shows. It's it's very simple and easy. But also for your listeners, if they want to you know, listen to you live, that's a different level of experience. And it really comes down to what type of experience you want to offer, be it recorded or done live in the moment. But what it all comes down to, I think here, no matter what platform you use to record things is comes down to consistency. If you're showing up as a recorded show consistently, be it on Clubhouse, be it on Spotify Green Room, be it just your normal recording using GarageBand or straight from your phone using the Anchor app, whatever it might be, if and you're publishing it out there, great. If you're showing up to host a live room, you know, day after day or week after week, whatever the cadence is, great. That's what people are coming back for to experience. You need to keep that consistency and tell people when that's going to come out so that they see that pattern and they know they can show up. But I think the the best thing about podcasting is it's something that you can, a new episode comes out every week. You can be waiting for it. Fantastic. You're living and dying and breathing for it. As a listener, that's what you want as a host, but they can listen it listen to it in their own time and people can discover your show later on, which I've seen in the statistics of my podcast is that people come along later and they go back and listen to all the other episodes that you've produced. And there's a library of great content that they can binge on. They can look to see how credible you are based on how many episodes you've done, people you've spoken with, interesting topics that might relate to them more than the topic that you've just talked about in that particular episode or room. This is what I think podcasting really excels. So I don't think podcasting is going away in its normal, traditional, recorded, published, listened to via streaming service experience. But there's always going to be new experiences and platforms and technologies coming out that are going to change the landscape or even just the options of what you have as a host to create a show 
for your listeners as part of that branded experience you want to offer your listeners. With that, if you have any more questions about these platforms, about launching or starting your podcast, head to brandmypodcast.com to say g'day. The link is in the show notes or you can visit g'dayfrank.com to engage with me there. And as always, I say this towards the end of and towards the end of each episode, tag me at G'day Frank. If you're listening to this episode, take a screenshot of it, put it on Instagram in your stories. Give me a shout out. I always love people that share the goodness and I'll share it with my audience at the same time as well. Or, or if you just want to give me a follow to catch up with the other content that I put out there, which is, there's a fair bit of different stuff out there about creating a brand for your business, for your personal brand, or obviously your podcast, you are more than welcome to do that too. Now, as I said at the start of the episode, after the titles, this is the second last episode of Brand My Podcast. It's been a really, really fun experience for me at least. I hope it has been for you if you've been listening to a lot of these episodes since I started it. I think it was yeah, it was started on my birthday, January 11th. I launched the first episodes, and since then it's now July. So you know, within six months, 30 episodes. I think it's a good effort for a show. Well, 30 episodes next week, but 30 episodes uh, is a good little bit of content there for you to binge back on. If you are a budding podcaster, you still haven't got there yet. You're just listening for tips and getting an idea of when you should start. I think my my advice to anyone looking to do this kind of thing as an endeavor to be part of an experience that you want to offer your audience, give it a go. Even just for five episodes, create something that's hyper-targeted, that serves your branded experience that you want to offer your consumers, your target market, your clients, whoever it might be, and use that as a bit of content to refer people to. It could be a FAQ kind of podcast, whatever it is. But for me, I'm pivoting away from podcasting as a branding niche for my business, G'day Frank, to instead offer it as a service for my clients to develop a podcast as that branded experience that helps them create, in my eyes, a more personal connection with their audience and potentially you know, future clients or customers and perhaps elevate as well their standing in their industry as maybe the CEO, that thought leader personality, or their business and to create that better connection with those people that they interact with. Now, my other two shows have been on hold as well, given we've been in lockdown. And since I've gone through a recent brand refresh myself, my attention has been on that and still maintaining the consistency of this show. But since I'm heading in a new direction and retiring this content, I'll say this, and it's a big but, it may come back in a different way in the future. I haven't quite figured it out quite yet. I like the name of the show, but it might be used in a different context. So it might not be about podcasting and creating a podcast. But I think it might potentially come back in a way in the future. You'll just have to wait and see. Again, I'd say follow me on G'day Frank's Instagram account, at G'day Frank there, uh, to keep up with me there. So for the last episode next week, episode 30, I'm going to round it out with some of the best tips that I've covered in the last six months, seven months of producing this show and leave things on a high. 
But until then, I am your host, Frank. This is Brand My Podcast, the show that is here to help you brand and start your podcast with confidence so that you make podcasting as easy as pressing record. See you in the lucky last episode, number 30. Bye.